Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 161 of your favourite Formula 1 show. Yes, we're back and we can finally say it. It is race week for Formula 1 in 2024. Congratulations to everyone. We have survived the winter and obviously after all of winter testing that went down last week, Jamie and I are back to make our final claims to the 2024 predictions. Now, first of all, Jamie... Welcome. Hello. How, how are you doing, mate? I'm good. Yes, thank you. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> Fair enough. Sec- second of all, then, I forgot, have we ever had any kind of bet put in place for the predictions that we make? Or is it just for the weekly ones? I, I think it's just the points for the weekly one. I'm, okay. I'm more okay. than happy to put something on the line, but... Yeah, it has to be different. From the tweet was definitely for the weekly predictions. The tweet is for the weekly ones. I reckon then, do we say whoever loses? <laughs> we this... haven't spoken about this before. I could, I'm very we, within we, my right to say no. To this, this. Is, this is literally <laughs> an idea that I'm coming out with on literally on the bounce. Whoever loses this has to pay for the fuel when we do no! our road trip. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'll only be like three tanks. What are you worried about? Yeah, with you driving as well in that BMW, it would be like crazy. I'll be fine on the motorway. I'll get like 35 MPG. <laughs> Going 180 on the autobahn. Love it. I'll be all right. Be all right. Uh, I'll think about it. Someone, let us know down in the comments below. Uh, what yeah, yeah. If you've got a good, a good forfeit, and I'm not shaving my head, or anything dumb like that, because I'm, I'm a professional adult. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I suppose I could just back myself to win, and it's not a gamble because I'm going to win. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Let us know what you think we should put on the line. Fair enough. That that seems fair. But yeah, we need to get on with it though today because we are doing our 2024 uh, driver and teams predictions now. This is where we basically go through and we try and predict where every single driver is going to finish. Uh, and then at the end of the year, we basically, every ourselves. every position we were wrong by, uh, you gain a point and it's a bit like golf, the lowest points uh, will win. So easiest way to do this, Jamie, I assume is going to be just last year's teams and then running down the order. I believe so, yes. So Fair go enough. through reverse so, championship. And... Reverse? I was going to do normal. Really? Bit of yeah. build up. Who cares about yeah. P10? Yeah, but the problem is with a bit of build up, then you know exactly where oh, people yeah, are going do. towards the end. You do. Um, immediately, I'm going to suggest then that you might want to back yourself on on the fuel. Uh, okay. Because let's I let's worry start what this you've thing. done. Let's start this thing then with oh, Red Bull. No. Obviously, reigning world champions, Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez in the team. Where are you predicting them to finish this year? Call me boring. Shoot me down in the comments. P1 for Red Bull in the championship. Yep. P- P1 for Max Verstappen. P2 for Sergio Perez. <laughs> interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. Um, we've gone different. I just think Perez had such one. a bad season last year and still finished second that if he's at all creditable, he will finish second again. I mean, he scored less points in 2023 in the dominant Red Bull than he scored in 2022 yeah, exactly. in the slightly less dominant Red Bull. Um, we, we've definitely gone different though. Oh no. I'm worried what I, you've come up with. So I've said Red Bull constructs as champions. I think, okay, you know, we, we both think that's pretty sensible. The car looks strong in testing. 
Um, you know, Max still seemed to be completely in control. He'd, he'd said the conference going in that he literally only did Wednesday and then didn't show up again yeah. for the rest of it. Or he did show up, but he didn't drive the car. Uh, where I have got slightly differently to you, though. So Max P1, Sergio Perez, P11. Nice. And you think there'll be a driver swap? Danny Rick? Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo, I have put in seventh place. <laughs> nice. I, I was wondering if you'd back that theory that you've been coming up with since about mid-June. I've been saying this since basically Daniel Ricciardo came back. Uh, I do not see a world in which Sergio Perez is in that car to the end of 2024. The team were already suggesting that he was seven-tenths a lap slower than Max in winter testing. Uh, Maybe that gap will be reduced in the first few Grand Prix, and then I'm sure we'll rock it back up um, to wherever it was beforehand. And the impression I get is that, just simply put, Red Bull are desperate, desperate to put Danny Rick in that car. So I've said before, I've gone on the record, I'm going to stick with it. I reckon Daniel Ricciardo will be back in that Red Bull either for or before the Monaco Grand Prix. And you think Perez will go to Racing Bulls or you think he'll nope. go to the bin? I think he'll bin it off. And he'll still be 11th by the end of the season, even if he yep. does if he does six, six races. So, yeah, six or seven races. Yep. Wow, you must be thinking the bottom nine are trash. Yep. So if he's doing bad enough in the Red Bull, he's still a, he's maybe on fifty points by then. Yep. I guess that probably would put him about eleventh or twelfth, wouldn't it? Exactly. <laughs> Last year, fair enough. Uh, I think yeah, both I think would have jumped him, but that was because they were unanimous podiums. We're unanimous with uh, Max winning the championship. I think this is probably the least risky championship prediction I can remember. Maybe one of the Hamilton twenty twenty. You could probably. Yeah, we weren't doing the podcast on. then, were we? No, yeah. exactly. It's definitely out the ones that we've done. The yes, most yeah, easy yeah. championship prediction. I think, yeah. Do you see the, the CEO of Formula E saying that you'd put a quarter of a million, you'd give a quarter of a million dollars to charity if Max doesn't win the championship? I, yeah, I did see that. And I mean, I love the way that was just meant to be quite a, a harmless bet and, you know, a quarter of a million quid going to charity. And people somehow took that as an opportunity to slag off Formula E uh, yeah. for whatever reason yeah. they have on their agenda. Um, let's move on then. Team number two, of course, they clutched up. Well, George Russell, didn't he, by himself last year? Yeah. Clutched up P2 <laughs> for Mercedes. Hamilton and Russell. Obviously, Hamilton's last year with Mercedes. I'm sure he'll want it to be a banger. Where, where are we predicting, Jamie? I have. I, I, before we go into this next section. Before the oh, pod, as we're, as we're making as we're making these predictions, I was like, in my head, I've got obviously Red Bull one and two, fine, whatever. I genuinely think three, four, five, six, seven, eight, even nine, and nine yeah. can can be in the next. They could be in any order in my head. Yep. So we're kind of stabbing in the dark, but I've gone with kind of what we saw in preseason testing, and I've put Mercedes in third in the constructors. Interesting. And I have Hamilton. P4 in the drivers and I have Russell P7 so I just think it's going to be unbelievably tight from all those drivers from those teams yep yeah, yeah I, think, I think Hamilton yeah. have the edge I ho- I really really hope he wins a race which I never thought I'd say three years ago I really I hope Hamilton wins a race <laughs> I love hearing that coming out of your uh, well it's just, your just to get his poles and wins to match again it would be it's, nice it's really it? frustrating he's on 104 poles now because of Hungary yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we've definitely gone slightly different than on this one. Uh, okay. I've said now, obviously, the Mercedes did look particularly great on track. However, I'm clinging on to the idea that James Allison uh, seemed quite happy 
with mm-hmm. the car afterwards. Um, so I've said Mercedes P2, I've said Hamilton P2, uh, and I've put George Russell in P5. So I'm slightly okay. more optimistic than you. I think Lewis again will be, you know, best of the rest like he was last year. Um, you know, 2022 was absolutely a bit of a hangover season. Uh, and obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we, we spoke so much about obviously yeah, what he was doing behind the scenes with the car, everything like that. Uh, but I think this year, Hamilton will be kind of playing no nonsense. I just want the best car I can have every weekend. And I'm doing this for me. Yeah. And I, I think we've, people will say we've probably treated Russell a bit harshly. But I just think, I think he'll have a good season. I don't think, I guess people are saying last season was a bit poor from him. But I just think how tight those teams are. I think he'll more often than than not end up on the like fringes of the top five rather than on the fringes of the podium. Yeah, and it it kind of seemed, didn't it, that there were week there were weekends where you know there were weekends where Sainz was better than Leclerc. There was weekends. You, well, I don't think there's really any other direct comparisons, is there? Particularly, <laughs> but there were very few, there were weekends where George was as good as Lewis, but not really many where he was better at all, was there? last year mm, yeah and you can't i guess apart from Abu Dhabi, right at the end that was it really wasn't it um mm. and even then yeah it was a little bit too little too late by race 23 or whatever it was 22 wasn't it in the technically, end technically yes yeah yeah and i think obviously that was as well because lewis had exactly nothing to fight for personally mm. at the end of the year as well i saw he, he gave his in. uh it might be months ago but i saw he gave his third place gala trophy to uh, a kid in oh yeah, that was months ago in yeah, Azerbaijan, yeah. wasn't it, or something like that? Yes, uh, yeah. which I quite rate. <laughs> Someone's got a Hamilton's third place championship trophy. I, I love the idea that a third a third place trophy is one of the worst years he's had in the sport, yeah. <laughs> and he cares so little, he just literally gives it away. Exactly. You, you've Imagine Hulkenberg is fuming. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, next up then, obviously from 2023, was Ferrari. Of course, Carlos Sainz's last season with the team. Uh, I famously went on the record a few weeks ago and saying they could finish as low as P5. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm happy P6, to say... P6, was it not? No, no it was, it was P5. P5. I wasn't okay. putting it below Alpine. Um, I'm happy to confirm that my opinions have changed. I wonder why. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I the, have said... The Hamilton Hopium has made its way into Matt's veins. It has. It has. Uh, I've said Ferrari P3, Charles Leclerc P3, uh, and Carlos Sainz in P6. Interesting. I've done the exact same. No, I haven't. Fair. P2. 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 Yes, I was going to say. For Ferrari. But, uh, yeah, Leclerc P3, Sainz P6. So uh, you're saying Charles Leclerc, best of the rest. I am, behind the two Red Bulls. And I don't think science will have a bad season, but again, a bit like Russell, it's it's just it's where it's going to end up. I think it'll be super tight. We saw at the end of last season, you had the four, both Ferrari drivers, Norris and Alonso, were all like level on points practically. So I think it'd be that kind of situation where one of them's got to end up sixth and seventh. So that's how it goes. I think there's probably going to be a bit more from Ferrari this year. Of course, science is out of a contract at the end of the year. You yeah. Know, they know, for, obviously, he's not staying at the team. I think there's probably going to be, because I think throughout a lot of 2023, it was, you know, we're not fighting for the World Championship. We'll kind of let them have at it a bit more on the track. I think 2024 yeah. is going to be the Charles Leclerc show. You know, kind of a bit more like 2022, where they go a lot more down the route of having yeah. a clear number one. And they might as well, because it makes sense now, long term, because the first day oh, is And yeah. I do think, based on preseason testing, the race pace of the Ferrari looked 
more close to Red Bull than it was last year, certainly. So it wouldn't surprise me. Like I think certainly at Bahrain, obviously we've only tested at one track. Uh, that Ferrari should be the second fastest there, and it remains to be seen if that translates to other circuits. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. But then they were second fastest there last year, I would say, because Leclerc was going to finish third easily. Oh yeah, people failure. people forget about that when they go on about <laughs> you know Alonso streak at, la- at the start of last yeah. year. Charles Leclerc was instantly going to ruin that in Bahrain. Um, next up then, Jamie, we are flying through these. Uh, last year, of course, was McLaren, the resurgence of McLaren. Where have you put Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri? I have put McLaren P4 in the championship. So I think it, it's that, that's not where they finished last year, was it? Oh, well, it no, was. it was in the end, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, they smashed they Aston by the end of the year. Yeah, um, Aston almost came back at them, though, didn't they, with Brazil? Uh, well, yeah, and I've they put, had Lance Stroll. Yeah, I've put Norris P5. And I've put Piastri down in P9, which I felt bad about, but I kind of had to. So, yeah, how about you? I have gone Norris P4, Piastri P9, which again I felt bad about as well. Who have you um, put? Who else do you put ahead of Piastri? Who I haven't? Because Perez uh, is below. Oh, Ric- Ricardo? Yeah. Correct, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think Norris would be the stronger of the two. I think if I could, if I was going to guess one winner outside the Red Bulls, I think it would be Norris this year. This has got to be is the that time, your, Is surely. that your statement, is it? Norris is finally going to get a Formula 1 win. I hope that we see Norris, Hamilton and Leclerc win races, but given how dead F1 was last year, we don't, we don't really know what it's going to look like. It'd be, it'd be nice to see so, one of them win a Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think out of those three, Norris is probably the most likely, even though I've put him down in fifth. I just think McLaren's good tracks, they were right with Red Bull. We didn't like Japan. Norris was it was go almost toe-to-toe, I feel like. Staff maybe had him at arm's length, but yeah, I I would like to think Red Bull will be right there with them. And Bahrain is always a weak track for McLaren, uh, so yeah, it may be that we think they're worse than they are because they test at Bahrain. Um, and this time last year they rocked up and finished seventeenth in DNF. So <laughs> yeah, we we'll see. I do think Norris will have the edge on Piastri, but I think Piastri will make an improvement that he would last year. Yeah, I think Piastri might have kind of one of those tough second years in the sport where just a lot of things don't go your way uh, mm. over the course of the year. And it's kind of, you know, had this safety car not come out, he'd lost six points here. You know, had yeah. this incident, you know, had someone not like what gone Bottas into the side. Mercedes, wasn't it? In yeah, 2018, yeah, exactly. Where he could have had kind about like six the... wins if he had luck, but he got zero. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, which which would be a shame for Oscar Piastri, but I think it'll be the way he bounces back from it. I think the other big question, of course, surely with McLaren, and it's something we've spoken about year on, well, 2022, not so much in 2022, actually, but 2023, definitely, and in other years gone by, are we going to see them actually start the year with good pace? Yeah, I mean, I hope so, because it has felt like, for a long time now they just turn up to Bahrain and they're terrible um, and then you know they'll mid-season they'll suddenly become a bit more serious again like 2022 Norris's podium at Imola was ridiculously lucky they were much slower than uh, Alpine at the beginning like the first half of the season and then they put an upgrade on and suddenly they were easily best at rest so obviously it was less noticeable back then because we didn't really care about who's finishing 7th every week uh, <laughs> but 2023 was a prime example there was a crazy step forward they made so hopefully they'll be start the season well 
And if they put that upgrade on in Austria, then suddenly they're getting poles and wins. We can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. It would be yes. nice to see McLaren back on top again. Although it does always feel weird just having that one Ricardo win in the middle of it all. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, the as well as a, an old that. Piastri sprint win. Don't forget that. Oh, exactly. Yeah, we can't, <laughs> we can't forget the Piastri sprint win. Uh, Aston Martin and Jamie P5, of course... Had a really, really strong start to 2023 uh, and then kind of fell apart and then had a small resurgence at the end of the year. Uh, but it was certainly too little, too late, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, I've been incredibly boring. Put the P5 like where they were. Yeah, and same. Alonso 8th, Stroll 10th. So <laughs> exactly <laughs> the same. Think, yeah, yeah. I think they'll find themselves more often than not in a bit of no man's land between the front four and the rest. Yeah, uh, and I think Alonso will get involved a bit with the top eight, hence finishing ahead of Piastri, and probably not that far off Russell for me. But yeah, I think the Aston will let them down at a lot of the circuits. They like Bahrain was one of their stronger circuits last year. Obviously, Alonso got third, and I think Stroll was sixth or seventh. Um, yeah, and this season in testing they didn't look that good at Bahrain, so it kind of worries me. Like, what they're going to look like at the other circuits? Well, they actually weren't as good last year yeah so yeah, I, yeah. I i think you know again we'll, we'll probably see a little bit of alonso magic but i am also going to go out you know maybe controversial maybe not in saying this will be his last year in the sport um i think i Did can I a see a... for the year after i don't but i thought he was on a two-year contract with the option to extend the third you could be right um but i think this will be the year where you know, kind of the hype from going to Aston Martin falls off and, you know, the team just becomes a bit of a midfielder. You know, Honda maybe are starting to knock on the door a bit, you know, with trying to get Yuki over there for the future and Alonso kind of goes, yeah, I've had enough again now. I'm, yeah, I'm happy right. with what with I've done. Um, so, yeah, I think Alonso will have a lot more points than Stroll uh, and I believe, you know, it'll probably be that Alonso, say, will be picking up ninths and tenths quite regularly. Uh, and Stroll will be beefing it out with the Alpines <laughs> as they all try and make sure they I, score I think, by the end of the year. I kind of think Alonso will be on the podium a couple of times still. Oh yeah, I think he will. Um, I think he will. But like, you know, it'll yeah. be he gets like a hundred points this year yeah. rather than two hundred. For me, the top the top nine will be all on the podium at some point in a Grand Prix. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe Although Stroll our top too. nines are slightly different. No, yeah. <laughs> the fact Lance Stroll didn't get a podium in that Aston Martin last year, I still find hilarious. Well, his his old trick used to be getting podiums in outrageously bad cars. Oh, exactly. Well, and outrageously now like, bad is strong. Now he's got an okay car. It's like, how is he not getting a podium anymore? I don't know. Yeah. When has he ever had an outrageously bad car? The 2017 the tw- Williams had no business being on the podium. Around that track it did. It was still decent in 2017, remember? It was decent, but it wasn't like it was. It wasn't the best of the rest after the top three. Yeah. But Daniel Ricciardo won that Grand Prix in a Red Bull that wasn't that great round there. No, it's true. It was more the fact that Mercedes and Ferrari threw it away. I suppose Stroll's only ever had one podium apart from in that ridiculous racing point, so maybe I'm wrong, giving him way too much credit. <laughs> I think you are, to be honest. Yeah. I think you are. Yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah, I think, again, though, Stroll, it's just kind of, how long is he going to continue stinking up Aston Also, Martin? side point, I don't know if you've watched Drive to Survive yet. I've uh, watched some of it. I've watched the first episode. Why on earth would they pick the most dislikable pair to focus the entire first episode on? <laughs> I didn't get it at all. When the tennis one happened, they put the first episode 
focusing on the character that everyone wants to see, which is Nick Kyrgios in tennis. They put the first episode focus on Lance and Lawrence Stroll. That is not going to grab viewers' attention to make them want to keep watching. It put me off massively. I will carry on I've... watching it. Yeah, I think it was just more because obviously it was dramatic at the start of the year, and obviously Alonso podium. I guess, but uh, it's just... but they didn't even focus on Alonso that heavily. It was mostly on the Stroll duo, and I was like, I, just, I, I could skip this and I wouldn't care. Uh, yeah. But I will. I will, I'm looking forward to when I actually get to see some drivers that I like. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a bit of a spoiler, Jamie, because I've watched mm-hmm. more than half of it. They they miss. I mean, it's Drive to Survive, isn't it? They miss out quite a lot of the important stuff from across the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alpine gets two fully dedicated episodes. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm glad about kind that. Of, I, apparently, <laughs> I, I don't. I genuinely don't believe Alfa Romeo was mentioned once. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, wondering. I haven't. I haven't seen much promo of Alfa Romeo at all. They never really are involved, are they? But uh, they had a bit last. Oh, sorry, twenty twenty two. Yeah, a bit more, um, but yeah, no, just nothing at all apparently. Um, but I mean, yeah, if, if you if you're waiting for our review on Drive to Survive like every year, yeah, watch it if you want. But I wouldn't lose sleep over missing it. Yeah, I'm one episode honest. in, and it's been out for what four days now, so I'm yeah. clearly not in that much of a hurry to watch it. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, next up, then, Jamie is probably Formula One's most boring team. Uh, and the team that, well, as we just mentioned, got two episodes in Drive to Survive. Uh, and three and, podiums. And three. Was it three podiums last year? A sprint podium counts. Oh, right, okay. In Spa. Um, well done, yeah, Gasly. No, I remember. I remember. <laughs> um, I was there, actually. Uh, Alpine, people are saying that they might suddenly be falling off towards the back of the field. Where where have you predicted them? I, I've kind of bought into that a little bit. Uh, You've bought in onto the hopium of the Alpine downfall. Yeah, it'd just be funny, wouldn't it, to see them fall apart again. Um, I've gone Alpine 7th, so not that much of a fall, just one place. And I've put Gasly P13, Ocon P15. Okay. So, not that bad. You're... It's it's worse yeah. than last year. I We've seen in the, in the like Twitter sphere that everything's falling apart and all the people are leaving again. But it's just, it's like another day in, in Alpine, really, isn't it, at this point? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. It, the 100 race cycle will reset again, won't it, very soon. Uh, I've yeah. said... Uh, so Alpine, I've kept him in sick. To be fair, I haven't bought into the idea that they're dead yet. Um, I do also believe, absolutely, if they start struggling at the start of the year, the FIA will absolutely let them run a bit more power uh, so they don't leave. Um, because <laughs> yeah, I can they kind of need world... that engine supply, don't they? <laughs> well, I can see a world very soon in which Alpine are having an absolute disaster and go, yeah, we're quitting at the end of the year. And all this talk about how Formula 1 is happening with <clears> 10 teams is suddenly out the window mm. um, as well. Might get Andretti away in, I suppose. Well, you'd hope so. I mean, Andretti shouldn't need a way in anyway. They should just no. be allowed in, but there we are. Uh, but yeah, I've said Alpine very boring. I put in P6, and I've gone 12th and 13th place. Uh, Gasly beating out Ocon again. Good. I think it's a bit of a toss-up between those two, really, because yeah. I do think they're very closely matched, and they will be hampered by French DNFs quite a lot, um, yes. as we saw last yeah. year. So it's yeah, it's a fifty-fifty. But I've put Gasly because I like him more. Simply, and so <laughs> have I. <laughs> so yeah, I mean yeah, I'd be surprised if they're troubling the podium this season at all. But I'd like to see yeah. it. a little Gasly. I- appearance on the podium would be nice I can see Alpine basically are kind of going to fit into that role that they did a lot last year as well <coughs> where points aren't out of the question on a lot of weekends but it's kind of just uh, we'll take some points off Aston Martin 
you know, it'll be that we well, take be, we beat take Stroll. DNFs, yeah. Exactly, or it'll be a couple of people up the road have a bit of a collision or something like that, and Alpine all kind of just fraud away, like, uh, you know, they might get like a P6 or P7 here or there, but it's a lot of 8s, 9s, and 10s that they're scoring kind of semi-regularly as well. Over the they only actually the had six races to not score points last year, which is quite good. Yeah, yeah. Six out of but 22, again, they didn't score points. That was Aston points. Martin as well, fell yeah. off yeah, quite yeah. badly. Uh, it was kind of as McLaren got better, Aston Martin got worse. Um, so it kind of just yeah. allowed Alpine to still snooker Keep away. doing what they're doing. Yeah. Wherever they could. Uh, last year, then, next up, of course, was Williams. It was. With a fantastic resurgence to well, P7. Well, Alex Albon, not just Williams. Al- Alex yeah. Albon getting <laughs> P7 for the team. Uh, double the points of any of the other backmarkers. Where have you predicted them in 2024? I have gone eighth in the championship. So down... Okay one place where they were last year i've gone albin in 14th place and logan Sargent in 19th place and it'll be his last year almost certainly for me um interesting i think albin will get practically all the points on his own again uh at tracks like canada and australia and monza and places where you need no no drag <laughs> and i think those points that he gets there will see them comfortably clear at the bottom too uh and Sargent will still be you know, qualifying last every week. Um, yeah, that's about it. I see quite a similar. I do think they'll, they'll hopefully make some sort of step forward. But then I forgot how bad they were in 2022. They were barely scoring points. And suddenly Albon's like troubling the midfield quite a bit. It's actually, they made quite good progress last year. So if they can maintain that at the minimum, that'd probably be okay. Well, I think as well, you've got to kind of remember, of course, with the limited rule changes, all the teams are going to converge on each other, aren't they? Yeah. Um, very similar to you though I've said uh, Williams in P8 I have said Albon I believe in P what did you say 14 I said 14 yep. yeah I, I've, I've gone with 15th and um, because obviously I've got Daniel Ricardo, Ricardo being teams, boosted I've got Logan Sargent in 21st wait what where's Liam Lawson kicking around in it <laughs> hey well you'll find out you'll find out okay so. fair enough I mean I like it uh yeah yeah we'll get on to uh them next actually won't we <laughs> alpha tarry no he's not going to alpha tarry i'm predicting some arab style drive no you're not Come where joe guan yu goes to Al- <laughs> Zhou Guan not Yu goes to happen Hass. surely you'll have me joins the red bull junior team and gets <laughs> one weekend in the red bull <laughs> <laughs> and it happens to be the weekend where red bull aren't the fastest so he finishes oh it's singapore yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh no let's go down to alpha tarry then um, I racing hate bulls. as well Visa cash racing up. bulls whatever we're calling them this year why Christian Horner calling them Alpha Tory annoys me so much in Drive to Survive man like I, I know think... yes you're a Tory but it's <laughs> Alpha Tauri in Italian it is Alpha Tauri isn't it I'm trying to yeah. think what they would say I guess so yeah yeah yeah. where have you put them I have said Alpha Tauri P7 I and what have about their said... three drivers <laughs> So, obviously, Ricardo I've already put 7th. Um, but, of course, most of those points aren't in an Alpha Tauri. Um, I've said Yuki Tsunoda 14th. And I've said Liam Lawson in 17th. Okay, this is going to get very confusing. It, I have made it slightly confusing, and yeah. I apologise. I mean, so, you're doing the editing, so I don't mind. That's fine. No, uh. my kind of <laughs> thought process is that Alpha Tauri will have a... I think they're going to be kind of beefing it with Alpine a bit more this year but still be slightly further back 
Um, my logic is, of course, that Ricardo would have scored a few points, probably be slightly ahead of Sonoda early on, but of course we'll go to Red Bull uh, and score way more by the end of the year. Uh, Sonoda, again, will have quite a consistent season, and Lawson will basically match him, um, but of course be seven races behind in yeah. terms of points available. So, Yeah, yeah. I can certainly see that happening. I, I don't know. I think if Perez is doing a fine job, I struggle to see them replacing him. So I guess he's gambling well, on this, Perez. My logic is that he's not. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll probably happen for me at the end of the season. Or maybe they finally bite the bullet and get Lando Norris into that Red Bull, but we'll see. Um, yeah, for me, I think racing balls will be slightly better than what we expect uh, because they are running last year's Red Bull. <laughs> so I've put them in sixth ahead of Alpine uh, in the championship. I wow, have okay. got Ricardo in 11th and Sonoda in 12th. So I kind of think they'll make the step out of the Maya of the back market yeah, yeah. teams. You you kind of um, think they're going to be where I've put Alpine this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll be kind of quite comfortably not out in Q1 every week, but rarely getting both cars in Q3, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. It's troubling Stroll, probably, uh, quite often, <laughs> but ahead of Big both Alpines. Stroll. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think they're both... I kind of... I, Snowda, I think, is slightly worse than Ricardo. Um, I just think Ricardo's overtaking ability in the midfield will sort him out because it does help a lot being able to pass people, as Joe Gonyu has found out. Taking risks sometimes actually helps. Um, yeah. Or starting the car in Hungary. Yeah, or you know, not being in neutral when the lights go out helps as well. Um, yeah, I think Ricardo will slightly have the edge on, on Sonoda. Maybe it opens the way to Red Bull. We'll see. We will, we will. Or if you mean you're saying it's already going to happen. It's already going to happen, it's nailed year. in. <laughs> it's confirmed. I mean, I'm potentially risking quite a lot of points here because I don't quite know how many points Lawson will score if he never races. And I'm and like, like yeah, Perez <laughs> finishing 11th if he drives a Red Bull all season would be quite something. <laughs> I'll be slightly alarmed. But, you know, we, we're, we're here to take big risks on occasion. Uh, we're down to just two teams left then, Jamie. Alfa Romeo and Haas yeah. then. Obviously, the it's Alfa Romeo, uh, pretty much, yeah. The Ferrari B teams, if you will, that are basically just been abandoned. Uh, obviously, Alfa Romeo beat out Haas last year. Where are we saying Bottas and Joe then? Of course, you've got a, kind of an eye on both these teams, I haven't have. you? Because you've got a driver that you're loving either. So I'm yeah. expecting some hopium. Uh, you might, you'd be right. I Obviously, oh, I have no. put the 9th and 10th because that's all that's left. Uh, I'm not yep. that much deluded I'm not playing Alfa Romeo 6th and getting lucky with it like I did two years ago um, I have Stake Sauber whatever they're called ahead of Haas Kick, I put Stake yeah. in ninth. Okay. Uh, I have fully gone on the radar off the record sorry on the record oh, in fact no. and said oh, no. and said that Joe will beat Bottas for no oh, reason my. other than I want it to happen so <laughs> You're I don't so think, delusional. I don't think it will happen, but I think there'll be so few points kicking around on these teams that if Joe gets lucky and the script is in his favour and he got, you know, maybe he gets a P10 at China because the FIA want it to happen, then it's done and Bottas <laughs> so will barely you... score anything. <laughs> so basically your logic this year is I want it to happen and I believe the Chinese Communist Party <laughs> will demand it of the FIA. <laughs> I, yeah, basically. I, I, I don't know how it will happen but I don't think Joe Bottas that either of them is going to set the world alight. So if one of them could snag a few points, that'll probably settle the score, really. Fair enough. I have set, again, like you, I've set Alfa Romeo P9. Uh, however, I've put Joe Guanyu in 20th. Of course, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, again, 
It's not like dislikes Joe at all. He, he is actually one of the drivers that we both quite like on the grid. Uh, mine is purely because I've met him and he knows who I am. Have you? Um, I actually yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's on my Instagram. You knew when this. You, when, oh yeah, when you worked for Alfa Romeo for a bit. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. However, sadly, I'm also going to say that Joe is not going to score a point this year, and that's, that's going to be him out. It is really, it's genuinely depressing for me as well when I've said this. I don't think I either of them will be at that team next year. I think he's going to be in a. He's going to basically do a slightly better job than Esteban Gutierrez did in his one year with Haas, where there's quite a few 11s, but nothing comes through of points. That would be very, um, very sad. And I believe Bottas will squeeze a few away here and there. He'll kind of take his chances where he can. They'll get to Qatar and score a score a three four or something like that again. Um, a three four. <laughs> I don't quite think that's what happened last year, but Eighth I love the whole close game. enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, that's so I've said Bottas will score a few points, so I put him in 16th place, I believe. Okay, I think, yeah, this is all just mud, to be honest. But yep. got, I've, for me, I've kind of got Albon uh, troubling everyone else, and then the bottom five will be scrambling for whatever they can find. The scraps, basically, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. Well, uh, moving on Hass, then. to MoneyGram House yeah. Formula One team. Uh, they're in the mud, aren't they? They're they're yeah. they're ruined. They're, oh, yeah. it's so sad. We've we've basically got a 2021 2.0, despite the fact last year ended up being a 2021 2.0. But they actually have got some creditable drivers now, which hopefully will oh, make exactly. them not as embarrassing. I have put them last in the constructors. Obviously, I have Hulkenberg same. beating Sargent just because again I want it to happen. Yeah, uh, same. And I and I have Magnussen last, and it'll be his last year in the sport as well. Interesting. Yeah, I I like to think that in my championship, Hulk and upwards can score some points. I don't care if Sergeant and Magnuson score points, to be honest. In fact, it'd be funny if they didn't again. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've just not got any hope for Haas. I think the fact they didn't even bother doing any any time, they would literally just focus on tyre wear testing rather than doing performance testing kind of says it all. Well, I think that's also because they spent all of last year destroying tyres. Yeah, they did. They were Pirelli's worst enemies, weren't they? But yeah. Or their best yeah. friend, because they kept having to buy more tyres. Yeah, exactly. Pirelli staying in business purely through the Haas F1 team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how about... I mean, see, we, oh, you must have put them last as well. I've also put them last. I've gone Hulkenberg 18th, Magnussen 19th. I Good. am happy to suggest that Magnussen will score exactly one point in 2024. And Hulkenberg Probably, will score at most five. I mean, Hulkenberg is on a run of... When would it be back to? 20... Basically, the the last six Australian Grand Prix that Hulk has raced in, he's got P7 five times, including last year. So Shame it's not going to happen this year. A P7 at Melbourne, get it locked in. Okay. I dare Everyone, you to everyone's, everyone's going to crash again. And Hulkenberg okay. deserved, deserved the podium that time. But, he know. did. Even I've said that. <laughs> he deserved that podium. That was pure daylight robbery by F1. Um, yeah, I think... I, I mean, I think Hulkenberg will be kept on one extra year, but I think you're right. It's going to be Magnussen's last, simply for the fact that Oli Behrman is basically showing up at Haas every race next year. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty clear that Ferrari are pushing him into that drive, and I think Hulkenberg will just be there for an extra year or two for stability. Um, before yeah. Ferrari's next Wunderkind comes in. Hulk and Behrman will this, cook, by the way, in 2025. Behrman will rinse him. Um, no. I was thinking, though, <laughs> Haas have exactly zero development drivers, do they? 
Apart Do they from not technically have Pietro, Pietro Fittipaldi's? Yeah, I guess they got the Fittipaldi's, but that is basically it. Yeah, you wonder what, what on earth they're doing, really, don't you? They're oh, they such have, an unserious they have team. Chloe Chambers, who's an American racing in F1 Academy. Yeah, but they have to. Do they? They have to have oh, an yeah, F1 they, Academy driver. Yeah, they do, don't they? Uh, so that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah, she unserious got a point team. in 2022 in W Series. So. Woo! <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I yeah. I mean, F one Academy this year is F one Academy this year is going to be hilarious because it will just be the Dorian Pin show. She is going to destroy everyone. I swear, Marta Garcia is quite good, isn't she? Marta Garcia, yeah, won last year, but Dorian Pin is Does she genuinely race different year? gravy. No, she was oh. World Endurance, uh, and, and Jamie Chadwick can't some... race in this anymore. Can she? Well, she isn't. She's not. I don't. I don't yeah. think it's that she can. I don't think it's that uh, she just didn't want to anymore. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. be interesting to see as well. Um, but there we go then. I think those are all our predictions locked in. Uh, I think mine. Should we go arts... through them again, or at least the top, yeah, run run top through 10, run maybe? through your order for me. Okay, uh, championship constructors. I have Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren, Aston Martin. Visa Cash App Racing Bulls, Alpine, Williams, Stake, Sauber, Kick, Formula 1 team, and Haas. So basically we have got everyone in the same place except for Haas and Mercedes, uh, sorry, Ferrari and Mercedes switched and Alpine and V-Carb switched. Yes. Wonderful. We are very boring. And your Formula 1 Drivers Championship standings at the end of 2024, Jamie, will read as such. For me? Okay. Yep. Max Emiliano Verstappen. Sergio Perez, Charles Leclerc, Lewis Hamilton, Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz Jr., George Russell, Fernando Alonso, Oscar Piastri, Lance Stroll, Daniel Ricciardo, Yuki Tsunoda, Pierre Gasly, Alex Albon, Esteban Ocon, Joe Guanyu, Valtteri Bottas, Nico Hülkenberg, Logan Sargent, and Kevin Magnussen. So I believe then we have got five drivers in the same places. And you're going to go for your drivers as well, because that's too confusing to mention the swaps. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Charles Leclerc, Lando Norris, George Russell, Carlos Sainz, Daniel Ricciardo, Fernando Alonso, Oscar Piastri, Lance Stroll, uh, Perez, Gasly, Ocon, Sonoda, Alban, Bottas, Lawson, Elkenberg, Magnussen, Joe. And Logan Sargent in P21. Oh, yeah. I forgot that you didn't have... <laughs> I thought you put Joe last when you said P20. But I no, forgot you had 21 drivers. You forgot drivers. about Logan, yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think Joe's going to have like four P11s this year and Sargent is just going to be nowhere near the points. Is Lovely. my prediction. I'm glad you didn't put him last. That, that no, I didn't. A little bit. I didn't, to be fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know your predictions down in the comments below. I'm very, very excited to hear them all. Uh, maybe I'm excited to... To laugh at ourselves in in, in November are, or mean, December, isn't it? This is going to come back to bite me. Yeah, this is going to come back to bite me. But yeah. I love it when you've got an automatic plus it. nine from Paris. Yeah, what am I going to do about Lawson? I get plus infinity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know. Ricardo I suppose might actually, wrist again. I suppose actually, you would be classified as twenty first. Technically, we came like twenty third last year in Formula One. We did. I'm going to claim. Yeah, everyone yeah. in the world was P twenty two. Everyone <laughs> became twenty third in the world. <laughs> Great. Was it 23? How many drivers did last year? Was it 22? Uh, was it 21? There was 22. Because you had, you had four in the Toro Rosso and that was it. Yeah. 
So yeah. there we go. We all came 23rd, which is wonderful. Great. Um, thank you all so much, as always, though, for listening. If you have enjoyed, please do make sure you drop a follow. We're getting closer and closer to 500 at the moment. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back later on this week then. Yet the double uploads are returning because uh, we'll be back with a Bahrain Grand Prix preview. Uh, 